It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, get started. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches, this is the most talked about radio show in Bay County, The Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch and doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, March 28th. Good morning. I can't really say I'm in a good mood today. I'm, um, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I'm not in the best of moods. And, and, and I think there's several reasons for it. We got a lot to talk about today. Probably lead to uh, partially the reason I'm kind of grumpy this morning. I don't know if it's grumpy or aggravated or what it is, but I'm just, I'm a little on the off today. So we'll get through it. Welcome to the show. I'm not even sure where to start on this. I, I don't know if I if I want to get into what I really want to talk about today, or if, uh, if I want to bring up some of the other stories just to not get into it right away. Because I'm afraid that there's a few things that I think is just going to really tick me off a little bit more this morning and set me off. Um, and then that'll set the tone for the entire show. I, just, I don't know if I really truly want to go down that road. I'm not sure. Maybe I just need more coffee. Maybe that'll do that just to, to make me a little happier. Yeah, that briefly helped. Anyhow, uh, this world we're living in is just so crazy. It really is. I, the, this morning, going through all of the show prep, all the stuff to talk about this morning, um, I just, I, I'm at a loss at where this country is. I really am. When you literally stop for just a second and look at the chaos that this country is in, and you almost had to stop and ask yourself, how the hell did this happen? How did we, the United States of America, get to this point where there is so much chaos? You know, there's that old saying of, oh, my God, you know, back in the day when there were simpler times. And for the longest time, you know, that was kind of like the, uh, the definition of like the really olden days. You know, back when we didn't have the internet and all this other stuff. And then you stop and realize, wait a second, you know what? That was in my lifetime. Like, in my lifetime alone, the amount of 
of change that this country has gone through. And, and it hasn't been good. It really, truly has not been good. The division in the country, and it's not a racial division, despite the fact that the left says that all the time. It's a division based on ideology and ignorance, a lot of ignorance. And I'm just, I'm at this point this morning thinking about this on my way into the show, into the studios, and I'm just like, I'm thinking about all these things that have gone on in this in the world and what the things that we see and experience on a daily basis and just how messed up this country really truly is. And I was thinking about this going, you know, what is what has been the the cause of this? What has gotten us to this point that we are at? And I've got a hundred different things rolling through my head. Everything from the stupid stuff that the politicians say to the level of stupid that we have with our politicians, to the ridiculous laws that are passed upon us, the regulations that are on everything that we do. And then we have things like, you know, this gender identity thing, this bickering back and forth about things that should be common sense. And it shouldn't be a political argument, but is a political argument now. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And then, you know, the story, I don't know if you heard it, and I was going to talk about it today, the, the story that was in the, the news at the top of the hour about Chipotle having to agree to pay after closing a store that sought a union. Yeah. They decided, hey, we don't want a union here, and you know what? We're just going to close the store. This is a private damn business owned by a private company. And they said, you know what? Oh, uh, no, we don't want to have the union there. And, um, you know, we're just, we're going to close the store. If we are going to be forced to have union, which is going to raise our costs and lower our profits, it's not worth it. We're just going to close the store. And just like the Starbucks that was told the same thing recently by a court that, no, you have to reopen the store. If we are going to get to a point in this country where the government is going to tell a private business, and I don't care if you like the business or not, I don't go to Chipotle. I would, I would much rather go to Diego's any day of the week than I would go to Chipotle. But that's my decision. But you know what? People like Chipotle. And if they want to go there, go there. But for a private company to be told by the government, that no, you can't close that store and you can't close it because they wanted to be union and now you have to reopen that store and you have to pay these employees stuff. That is a colossal problem, folks. Sure, it sucks that, hey, you know, we wanted to do a union in the store and the company said, no, we don't want to do that and we kind of forced it on them and then the company said, screw it, we'll close the store and you're out of work. Sure, that sucks and everything, but you know what? You brought it upon yourself. You're a damn fast food restaurant employee. That is not a life job. That is an entry-level job. You're not meant to make a living, the living wage, doing entry-level jobs. And the whole idea that you whiny little brats want to have a union, I mean, it, it's an entry-level job for crying out loud. Improve yourself 
so that you can have a career in something where you can make that money that you want to make. And the whole idea that they throw their temper tantrums and take it to court and courts turn around and tell Chipotle and Starbucks that, hey, you don't have the right to close the store. Excuse me, what? As a business owner, you're going to tell me that I don't have a right to close my store? Screw you. The entire idea that a court is going to tell any private business that they must open their, their, their location and they must remain in business. And here we are worked up about a freaking app that just happens to be owned under the umbrella of a Chinese company. And that's what this country is all upset about right now. Meanwhile, we have the government telling private businesses when and when they cannot shut down their business. And it's all because of these, these just these pain in the ass, whiny crybabies that want everything delivered to them. And I start thinking about that. It's like, where did, where did these types of people come from? Where did these people come from that everything had to be handed to them? Everything had to be their way. Never are there any consequences to anything. And then you look at the other things that go on in this country. You go off and you go to college. And you take courses that the only thing that you can get is a job at Chipotle. And you think that you should have a union. Meanwhile, you get all that debt. And then the people who didn't go to college and got a career, we got to pay your debt? What the hell is that? And then you think about all the other stuff that leads to all of this. And of course... I'm, I'm really miffed about the shooting yesterday, too. You know, yesterday we had a, yet another school shooting. And aside from the fact that six very innocent lives were taken, including three nine-year-old children, the thing that has just got me the absolute most worked up about this is how fast that turned political. You have six families right now that are grieving the loss of their loved ones. And instantly, it turns political. I mean, what the hell is wrong with people? I didn't say anything about it on social media or on on the radio or anything for a reason, because... Dan Bongino put it the best yesterday, shortly after the shooting, when he was talking about how, uh, and I agree 100%, that when an initial event happens, you can't go off of the information. And I think within the first hour of the shooting, I heard so many variations of the story of what happened, who did it, who died, how it went on, what was used... I mean, it's just ridiculous. And that's why I hate it when things get jumped on. But what's really irking me is that automatically the anti-gun people jump on the, we got to ban the guns. It's got to be the guns. Ban the guns. You know nothing about what happened. You know nothing about the shooter. You know nothing about the situation. 
Would this person, who, by the way, I am glad that much of the media is saying female because it was a, the, the shooter was a transgender, meaning it was, she was a woman that was living like a man. But the media, thank you, most of them, are referring to her as a her. Because right now, that thing, and I'm not even going to say its name, deserves absolutely no recognition. No recognition, nothing. I mean, the one thing that she deserved were all the bullets that the police put into her. That's what she deserved. We're learning about how there's a manifesto where she had this grand plan to do all of this stuff. So tell me, tell me, lefties, how is that a gun's fault? How is it a gun's fault? That this person is going to decide, I'm going to go and kill a bunch of innocent children. Tell me. Tell me how that is the fault of a gun. I, You know what? Hang on. I've got one right there. I've got one sitting right here with me. Explain to me how it's that thing's fault that some freaking psychopath wants to go kill children. I have many guns. I carry a gun on me. Not once have I ever thought to myself, you know what, I want to go shoot up a school. It really pisses me off that these these leftists and our politicians jump automatically on the gun. Now, one of the big surprises on this is that it was a woman that did the shooting. Now, what are you going to say? Oh, but it, she was transgender. So, you know, technically it's another guy that did the shooting. Let's look at the root cause of this. It's not a gun. That's the tool that was used. What would happen if this person who clearly had a manifesto that said, I want to go kill all these kids, didn't have a gun, but still had that desire? Because I think any of us who own guns know that our our guns aren't sitting there going, pick me up, pick me up, let's go shoot people. That's not what's going on. It's the individual. The individual that has that problem. There are more guns in this country than there are people. So lefties, explain to us, please, please explain to us how it's the fault of an inanimate object. When at the same time, we have seen people blow up buildings that took out not only adults, but took out a daycare that had children in it. We have seen people run people over with cars and kill and injure them. So again, tell me how it's a gun's fault. Is it a gun's fault? Is it a U-Haul's fault? Is it the car's fault? No, it's an individual's fault. And the question that has to be asked is what drives an individual to want to do this? You never hear that from the left. I mean, every once in a great while now, they'll chime in a little bit on the whole, you know, okay, well, yeah, mental health. Yeah, clearly mental health. Now, I'm not going to make any judgment Uh, of what I think was the reason for why the particular person did that stuff yesterday. 
But when you look at all of the, the past cases of school shootings and these mass shootings, there are so many similarities. Aside from the gun. But there's so many similarities of some sort of, of mental anguish, some sort of a mental issue going on. We've seen it over and over and over again. And we never address the issue. Taking away an inanimate object is not going to work. Because we've seen it. They'll use a car. They'll use knives. They'll go to the hardware store or the farming store and get the stuff that they need uh, and blow things up. Now, someone correcting me saying that uh, he was a male who changed into a female. No, it was a female that changed into a male. I thought that myself. I had to double check that. But we never look at the real issues. And you look at the way that society has changed over the years when it comes to, you know, discipline. You know, I understand that bullying is out there. And, and when you look at, uh, again, you have to analyze some of the, the shooters in the past and things that went on in their lives. And we saw that they were bullied. We saw that even some of the stories coming out about this person that they didn't want to be at that particular school. So who knows? Maybe it'll come down the road that there were some issues at the school. We'll have to wait and see. Not making any judgments or calls on that until we see. It's going to take time for evidence. But even in the past, we have seen, um, you know, it's been cases of bullying. You know, I remember when I was in school, I had a kid that bullied me once. And you know how we handled it? He threw a football at me, hit me in the back of the head. I turned around, I beat him up. You know, I ignored him all the time. He did that. I turned around and I beat him up. And you know what? I beat him up in front of all of his friends and all of the class. And you know what happened after that? The police didn't get called. My parents didn't even get called on that. The, super, the, uh, the principal of the school looked at the two of us and said, do you feel better? And I said, yeah. And he said, did you learn your lesson to the other kid? And he's like, yeah. And you know what happened after that? We became good friends. Nowadays, if you're bullied... There's no recourse for you. What are you going to do? If you take it out on the bully, then you're the bad person. We've seen that over and over and over again. We've had such a bad negative change in society when it comes to all of this stuff. And maybe it's time that we really truly step back and look at it. Figure out what we did wrong. Because we've screwed up society so bad lately. It's, it's, it's unreal. I mean, when you really think about all the stuff that we have done to society and what we have done to, you know, young minds. No wonder why we have this type of stuff. People don't know the difference between right and wrong. And we saw, all you had to do is look back at the, at the history of this and the statistics of this. School shootings didn't start until like the 70s, where it really had anything that mattered. And when that was the case, it ended up being, you know, uh, Johnny ended up stealing Joey's girlfriend and Johnny was upset or Joey was upset and then, you know, goes off and shoots the, the three of them. And you know, that was the school shooting. That's what we saw through the 70s. The 80s, about the same thing. But the 80s was also about the time when we stopped addressing mental health. You can't address that stuff. We have to let all the mental health uh, hospitals close down, let the people out, fend for themselves. And we continually saw that. And that's when we started to see that 
that yuppie kind of, um, you know, don't discipline and all this other stuff start to evolve. And it just continued to go and continued to go and continued to go. And then we also had the issue of gun-free zones. The story that's coming out right now about the, uh, the shooter from yesterday, that she had a manifesto that had two locations that she wanted to do and decided not to do one because of the fact that it wasn't a soft target. Even if you're a freaking psycho, you realize, hey, where can I go to do this where I'm not going to get shot? It's not the guns. It's society. And there's issues in the society. And I wish that we were not jumping on that right away. Even President Biden, that meathead. I mean, good God. I don't know if you saw what he ended up doing. Um, and I want to actually read it, but hang on a second. My laptop just kind of froze up a little bit because I got 300 messages. When he uh, comes down to make the comment um, about the school shooting, of course, Dr. Jill Biden, she made the announcement that it happened. But he comes down to the podium yesterday and joked about chocolate chip ice cream and being Jill Biden's husband. Oh, yeah. And, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's also talk about the, uh, the shooting in, uh, in Nashville. Are you kidding me? This meathead breaks down and starts making jokes about being Jill Biden's husband and chocolate chip ice cream. And then turns around and says, we got we to gotta ban the assault rifles. We got we to gotta do something about it. It's not the guns. It's the state of mind of the individual. And, and the left just does not get that. And by the way, it was either an AR-15 or it wasn't. If I hear another reporter say AR-15 style gun, I'm going to punch him in the face. See, I told you, I'm a little bit worked up today. This might be interesting. Hang on, we got to take a break. I got to go take a walk or something. We'll be right back. This is The Brian Rush Show. Good morning. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This On The Fly segment on The Brian Rush Show is brought to you by On The Fly, a new concept bistro and caterer located in the heart of PCB. From savory grab-and-go lunches to Firefly's fresh sushi, available for dining in or catering. Add fresh breads and sweet desserts made daily. Check them out on thefly.pcb.com. 
Now, here's Brian on News Talk at 101. I swear to God, I'm going to get thrown into Twitter jail today. Uh, good morning. Welcome hey, it's back Brian to the show. K- Shut up, Brian Kilmeade. Your turn is at 8 o'clock. Good God, it's my turn. Sorry. Todd, I'm in a mood today. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to actually cheer myself up a little bit, uh, but not working too much because then I go off and I, I read Twitter uh, and I read some more of these things. I'm just, I'm so aggravated with with stupid today. I really am. I, I'm just so aggravated with stupid that I just, oh. And Hollywood, they got to jump on it too. Yeah, and you're right, dude. It 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 is uh, it is weak leadership on both sides uh, to be able to to handle all of this stuff. Um, jumping on Twitter, you know, David Hogue, he's got to come in. It's not the doors. It's not the books. It's not CRT. It's not drag queens. It's the guns that are endangering kids. Really? Hey, gun. Hey, are you paying attention? It's just sitting there. Are you? Will you listen to me? We. Hey. Pay attention to me. I'm trying to talk to you. It's not paying a damn bit of attention to me. Must be the problem. Your thing is over there endangering kids. Let's blame inanimate objects. I love that. It has nothing to do with an inanimate object. It is the people. It is an individual's decision, as bad as it is, but it's an individual's decision. That leads to what's going on. Now, the question is, what is leading somebody to do this? And that is the thing that all of these gun control idiots will never actually want to address. They don't want to admit that. And the sad part about it is there is a, a reason for wanting to get away, get rid of the guns. You and I know it, but they don't. And they fall for this other stuff. It's just, it's unreal. 233-9988 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Good morning, Brian. Well, first thing, I like to remember that David Hogg is more full of caca than the Kansas City, Dallas, St. Louis, <laughs> Chicago stockyards all put together. Right? Oh, more my God. newer than that. That kid. I, 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 you know what? I actually feel bad for him. I feel bad for him because he is so young and he's going to live his entire life so stupid. That's oh, where I feel that, bad for him. And he's doing... He's doing all he can to stay relevant and be a good little useful idiot in the limelight. Right. So he doesn't get cast like Manning did, uh, Cindy Sheehag, and all the others. And uh, Greta Thunberg, she's the same way. She's being just used as a useful idiot. Yep. And whatever happened to David Hogg's Harvard admission? And I think Harvard degraded itself when they admitted him just because of his ideology. Right. Yeah. I don't. She just. I'm so. I'm so tired of the left's like constant just blaming on an inanimate object that you know it. It. It's one. One resource that has been used to hurt people, and we've seen it over and over again. We've seen cars. We've seen knives. We've seen hammers. We've seen you know so many different ways. We so seen, we have also seen what happens to a populace once they're disarmed by their government. Exactly. Not we've totally seen Cuba. that. So if you think it's bad having a school shooting where, you know, uh, three, four, five, six people, one person even, uh, is is killed, which is bad, not downplaying that at all. But, yeah, when you when you think about a society, that ends up getting taken down. But but then again, let's talk about society. You know, look at society. Society's been taken down even with the guns. You know, I mean, you, you look at that all of this, this ultra-left-wing 
um, you know, ideology of how to teach people things, no consequences for anything. Uh, you can't say no to anybody. You can't discipline. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, look, this is where we ended up. That's just it. Gun control laws aid criminals, and we see that in Los Angeles, Chicago, mm -hmm. and everywhere else they pass strict gun laws because all it does is affirm it, 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 it aids and bets and emboldens these criminals by assuring them via legislation that law-abiding people will be conveniently unarmed victims. Right. Yeah. Th that is exactly what we would end up being is, is victims. And, you know, it's just... To me, I just, I don't get why they don't want to address the real issue of what's going on. Yeah. With liberal government types, they see everybody, dumb minions that they have to control. And they and they expect everybody to be grateful. But they do. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should be grateful that uh, the government is here to protect us because they're doing a hell of a good job. It's uh, it's so sad. It really is. Hey, man, thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. Uh, and, you know, it's... it's oh, just, well, I don't understand the left's unwillingness to have an open conversation on it. I mean, literally, I, I went through my Twitter feed alone. Um, and the normal liberals are out there again, um, you know, bashing again, you know, oh, we got to abolish the NRA. Yeah, because the NRA sits around and they, they put out literature. I don't know if you're aware of this, um, but the NRA, apparently they put out literature that says, go shoot up schools. If you want to know how to shoot up a school, uh, the NRA will give you a special class on how to shoot up a school. I mean, come on, really? You're, you're going to blame the NRA. And then it's just all this other stuff. I mean, like, here's another one. The guy that ran against uh, Lauren Bobart and lost, he's already taken uh, to, uh, to Twitter. And, you know, oh, because the fact that you voted her in. The hell does that have to do with anything? And Rob Reiner, the meathead, as long as Republican lawmakers care more about donations from gun lobby than the slaughter of our children, the more our children will continue to be slaughtered. Really? Really, meathead? Let's talk about that for a second. Because you're so stupid. If you look up the, the law enforcement statistics on this, it's on average two to three million instances a year where a good guy with a gun either eliminates the threat or stops the threats versus two, three, four school shootings that might possibly happen. Granted, every single one of them is absolutely tragic and should never happen. But if we're going to blame the guns... Explain to me, meathead, how it is that we have a few million instances a year where a good guy with a gun ends up preventing or stopping a crime that could go a lot worse. You don't hear about those in the news, though, because it doesn't meet the, uh, the narrative. That, and a lot of the times, it is uh, simply a situation where somebody comes to rob somebody and they're like, I don't think so. We hear about it every once in a great while where 
a uh, an armed citizen takes down a shooter, because obviously that's hard to not get that in the news, but it's it's always a quick story. It's a page six kind of thing. You know, it's way there in the back, a little tiny in the bottom article. They don't want to put that above the fold. You don't want to do that because it destroys the narrative. So that right there is more proof. That it's not about the guns. It is about the individual, their mental capacity. What is going wrong with their head that is convincing them to want to do this type of stuff? And I don't understand what is so wrong with asking that question. And the left won't do it. Instead, they blame. Blame, 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 blame. Because remember, it's always somebody else's fault. I mean, when are we going to start, you know, being able to sue car manufacturers because a drunk driver got behind the wheel and killed somebody? It's the drunk driver's fault. They're the one who was irresponsible and did that. Same thing with these shootings. It's not the fault of a gun. 233 is the number for the show. This morning, good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Good morning, Brian. Hey, Tom. Uh, you was uh, giving the compliments to the uh, news because they were saying that at least they said that uh, she was a woman. Yep. Well, the only reason they were doing that is they didn't want society to know one of their freaks went off the rails and killed some kids. Well, you know what? I'm surprised, actually, that the uh, that the left isn't freaking out because how dare you call her a woman when she's transgender and uh, is a man? It's like it's not a man. It's a woman. It's a woman dressing up as a man. Call it like it is. So I, I, I'm sure that'll be the next thing that they'll get all all riled up about, the fact that you're not using her uh, her gender identity properly. Well, they did that because they didn't want, like I just said, Oh, you know, they didn't want one of their freaks. No, they went off their rails and done something crazy. Yeah, but maybe. The, the, Brian, it goes all back. You know, Biden stands up there day after day after day preaching hate, divide, and racism constantly. Yep. I mean, you, you look know. at society with what we've done with society. You know, the, the hatred that we push, uh, the fact that we, we don't address things like discipline, um, you know, it, it, it is it has done irreparable damage to society. And, of course, that's that's the agenda is to destroy society. And they've done it bit by bit by bit where you don't really notice that they're doing it until you step back when it's all gone to hell in a handbasket and you realize, what happened? Well, it's, it's, it's just like it's a complex, uh, a uh, townhouse complex down the street from me. <clears throat> the children... When they leave, they walk to the bus stop, and I'll drive by. And I've took care of their playground several times, cleaned it up for them. And I'd drive by and stand at the bus stop, and it's black kids. And I'd pull up and say good morning and pull out, and they look down at the ground. They will not look at me. Yeah, and that's a shame. I mean, we should never, we should never raise children to, to be that way uh, in that's any way whatsoever. Fun. But you know what? And unfortunately, this is... This is the way that society is being developed on us, and it's it's really horrible to see that happen. It is because I went out of my way to be nice to give them a place. I'm not blowing my horn. I just live in Caddy Corner across the street, and I have the abilities and the equipment to do it. it. Gives me something to do. But there's no thanks. There's no good morning. There's no nothing. They just, when I come by, oh, here comes a disease. They look down at the ground. Never look at me. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's really horrible, and we need to we need to reverse what's going wrong in, in society and change a lot of these things. And we got to learn to get along. You know, when there's a situation with a bully, you know, the bully just needs to be dealt with, um, not in a in a in a horrible way, but there there needs to be consequences for being a bully, uh, consequences for treating people wrong. You know, it's just we've gotten away from all of that stuff. And it's it's so easy to see the timeline of when all of these ways that we changed uh, the behavior and changed the way that we address certain things and the results. I mean, there's a cause and effect. And all you got to do is step back and look at it. And it seems like nobody wants to do that. We'll, we'll go research, you know, binge drinking frogs and spend millions of dollars on that. But we won't step back and say, why are people creating violence against each other? Why? What? What is it that is motivating a kid to go to a school and shoot up his classmates? What's motivating this 28-year-old to go back to the school that she went to and shoot some innocent kids? It's like they don't want to really look into the why does this happen. Instead, oh, it's the guns. Well, I personally feel there's some Christianity in there that's caused this. And uh, that's my personal opinion. Because once you turn gender over, uh, you kind of step away from Christianity. And like Fox said, from 1970-something to today, only 31% of this country believes and follows Christianity. Yeah, on Fox. there could be a, an argument when it comes to, um, you know, religious uh, belief when it comes to all that. But there's there's also the argument as well of just a pure lack of discipline. You know, I mean, that that is, I, I think, one of the big things when when you're no longer teaching somebody the difference between right and wrong and how to handle situations, how to handle emotions. You know, if, look, I told the story this morning about Chipotle. You know, Chipotle and Starbucks both had these situations where, you know, the, their people wanted to go union because obviously they want everything under the sun. And the companies said yeah. no and closed the stores. And then the companies are told by the courts, you have to open back up and cater to these people. So there's just, yeah. that's what the society problem that we have right now is that th there's no telling these people no anymore. And you've got to be able to be told no so you can figure out the difference between right and wrong. Well, this goes back to one thing, and I'll let you go. It goes right back to the education system. It really does. I mean, that, that is where a lot of this came from, is the education system. Education system and the teachers' unions. Yep. Yeah, that so is hang, on, God, yeah, hang on. God bless America. And Ron DeSantis, you stay here in Florida and finish right. your job here and let Trump take care of the country. That's right. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. And, yeah, you know, there's a lot when it comes to the, the school systems that has, uh, has become a problem. And, and you're like, like I said, uh, if you didn't catch this in, in the beginning of the show, you know, when I was in elementary school, I had a kid that bullied me. It wasn't all that bad. He bullied me a little bit, but I'm a smart ass. So that's kind of how I always handle it. Um, and I would just kind of snap back at him. You know, it, it didn't offend me all that much. And then one day he threw a football at me, hit me in the back of the head. And I didn't turn around and go crying to the principal, have the principal call the police on him or, you know, anything along that lines. I didn't go run home to get daddy's gun so I could take care of it. No, I turned around and beat the crap out of him. And I did it right there in front of all of his friends and the class. 
I didn't get arrested after that. The police weren't called to sit down and tell me how wrong I was for doing that to that big bad bully. The principal came up, looked at me, and he said, do you feel better? Looked at him and said, that hurts, didn't you? Learn a lesson. That's what we're missing from raising children nowadays. You have to learn these lessons. You've got to learn the difference between right and wrong. And after all that happened, he and I became friends through the rest of school, uh, through the rest of junior high and high school. We were friends right to the end. But nowadays, heaven forbid that somebody who's being bullied actually says enough is enough and takes action because then they're the bad guy. And unfortunately, these kids know that. And when we really, truly analyze a lot of these shootings, not all of them, but a lot of them, we see something that is very similar to somebody is bullied, made fun of, uh, degraded by the class, and the school does nothing about it. And I don't necessarily blame teachers because in a lot of ways, teachers, their hands are tied. You know, we hear all these things about how teachers can't control classrooms sometimes. And they can't because there's nothing they can do. When administrations and school boards forbid teachers from disciplining children, not necessarily taking the ruler out and kind of giving them a good whack, not that that wouldn't hurt, but you're not able to sometimes in some classes tell a kid, hey, sit down and be quiet. You do that. It's not the kid who's misbehaving's fault. Because that kid can now go and file a complaint against the teacher, and it's the teacher that gets in trouble. And we've seen this all around the country, all these teachers that, you know, they, they want to discipline, but they can't do it. And now we have a whole new generation of teachers in there that have gone through this indoctrination, and they still can't control anything. Sometimes a good swift kick in the butt, you know, that, that does change a lot of things. But again, when it comes to what's going on in society, we have to look at society. We can't be sitting here blaming inanimate objects. We can't be blaming, uh, you know, a, 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 the, the NRA. You can't blame that type of stuff. And then you've got people like Hollywood. You know, Hollywood, uh, automatically, they jump into this and they're, they're throwing their tissy fits about banning assault weapons now. Jamie Lee Curtis did that one. Jeez, Jamie Lee Curtis, let me think. What was that big movie that she uh, got very successful with there with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think there were some guns involved in that one. And there's been a few others that she's done where there's been some guns. Hmm. You know, I, I wonder how much money would Hollywood be making if they weren't making money with all these movies that they're doing guns? But, oh, we got to ban assault weapons. How about if we start with Hollywood? How about if we start with Hollywood right now and say, no more guns in Hollywood. Can't, can't have, make another movie with guns in it. We'll see if that happens. Of course, it won't happen. But let's address society. Let's not just simply address a, uh, a simple piece of metal and plastic. That's not the problem. The problem is one's desire to want to get up and hurt another individual. I mean, when you are, when you're getting to a point where you're planning out a manifesto, there's some deep-rooted issues going on there. 
if you're somebody that just finally snaps because of the way you've been bullied over and over and over again, there's an issue there. It's not the gun. Because who's to say that, you know, if you didn't have access to a gun, that that person would have just taken a car and plowed over their schoolmates. There's societal issues that need to be addressed. And a lot of this stuff has become problems because of the left's ideology. And this we've seen starting in the 80s when they took away mental health stuff. Oh, you can't, you can't be doing mental health because, oh, my God, that's offensive. And it only got worse from there. And it continues to get worse. So until we actually sit back and say, let's look at the root cause. Can't be blaming an inanimate object. It doesn't work that way. Hang on. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show. Good morning. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No this is the Brian Russ Show. By the way, we're not responsible for detailing the inside of your car if you shower it with coffee after something he says. Now, here's Brian on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Good morning, and thanks so much for waking up with us. You know what I do want to do? Uh, my own separate team on the uh, the duck races. I think that'll be fun. I got a couple of crazy friends that I think would probably be willing to uh, to jump in there and do it. I know that the the, the radio station company, we are going to be uh, doing a, uh, a, a duck in the race. We've actually got a duck in the race, um, but I would love to do that. I got I got a couple of crazy friends. We could do it. Be a lot of fun. Be insanity. Hang on. We got to take a uh, break. Coming up here at the top of the hour for news. We will be right back. This is The Brian Rush Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. Sometimes the only way to stop him from talking is to cut his mic off and play some commercials. But don't worry. He'll probably pick right back up where he left off. More of The Brian Rush Show is next on News Talk at 101. WYOO, Springfield, Panama City. Northwest Florida's News Talk leader and home of The Brian Rust Morning Show. We are News Talk at 101. 
now. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's get started. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches. This is the most talked about radio show in Bay County. The Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch and doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to hour number two of the show. Good morning and happy, what is it, Tuesday? Oh, it's Taco Tuesday. I was so thrown off today, I completely forgot that that's what today is. Anyhow, uh, good morning and welcome back to the show. So did you see John Kerry? He did an interview where he was asked about uh, his private jet travel. And I'm not sure who even did the interview because even the interviewer, uh, that had asked the question, I guess it was he's Yahoo News uh, senior uh, climate editor, uh, did this interview. And even that person was kind of thrown off by the response with John Kerry. He had asked John Kerry about whether or not, um, you know, it was basically whether or not it was wrong that all these people are going to Davos uh, for the big climate serv- uh, summit um, and they're showing up in their private jets. Now, here's the thing about that. Um, it's, it goes way beyond just the private jet. When these people fly in there, here's the thing is that Davos doesn't have an airport. So you would think that if you're going to be flying your private jet to this conference, that maybe you would, um, geez, I don't know, have it at a place that actually has an airport so you could fly right into it, right? That's not how it works in Davos. What happens is there's a city, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like 25 miles away, 30 miles away, roughly, where they had to fly their private jets into there, at which point there are two modes of transportation that happen from there. Either they are bussed over to Davos, or if you just happen to be some of the super privileged and wealthy, uh, you are now able to get on board a helicopter that is powered by jet fuel, just like the jet that you just flew in on, and you are flown from there over to Davos and then from Davos back to your private plane. Oh, and by the way, you're also picked up right there at the helicopter uh, with a, a gas-burning vehicle. But John Kerry, when he was confronted about this, um, about the fact that they do that, his response was, but they, they buy offsets. Oh. Okay, so I get it. I get it now. So because of the fact that these ultra-wealthy people that are total hypocrites about this whole climate change thing are able to fly their private jets into there. And, you know, as much as I am a supporter of aviation, because I'm a pilot myself, um, they're able to go in there and do that with their private jets, which they put out a bit of emissions. Um, fly the helicopters over to Davos, which put out emissions, but because of the fact that they are able to buy offsets, which nobody's really been able to explain exactly what that is. What exactly is these offsets that you get to buy? You get to, you get to donate money, I guess, essentially, uh, to this organization that sells you an offset. I mean, what, how is this organization getting the offset. I mean, is if you if you pay them to do that, do they do they take something out of the how does this all work? Or is it just another way for the wealthy to make themselves feel like, well, you know, hey, 
I bought the offsets. Well, what about those of us who can't afford the offsets? If we can't afford the offsets, then that means you have to be forced to buy an electric car. You have to be forced to make sure you buy, um, you know, wind pan or wind uh, windmills and uh, solar panels for your home because you got to be green. Remember, it was the co-author of the Green New Deal, AOC's former um, uh, chief of staff, who actually came out after he was fired and said, "Hey, look, the Green New Deal has nothing to do with the environment." It is all about money and control. And that's exactly what it is. We've seen over and over and over again that all of this climate change stuff is about control. Regulating what you and I can do, what we can have, what we can use. All of it is about power and control. It has nothing to do with the environment. They force you to buy something that is more expensive than the other stuff. They force you to go through all this stuff. And, and who's paying for it? You are. Who's making the money? The wealthy are. So we have to start coming to a realization that the climate change fight is a scam. It is a scam to take money and power and control over you. Is all it is. Now, does that mean that we don't have to take care of the environment? No. Of course, we got to take care of the environment. And even though us horrible Republicans that don't like the environment and we want to throw grandma off the cliff in her wheelchair, I mean, look at Florida. Florida is now predominantly Republican. And we do a lot to take care of the environment. It's exactly what we do because we love the environment. We take care of it. Yeah, but you guys are driving the gas-powered trucks. Yeah, and you know what? The gas-powered truck that we're driving has a smaller carbon footprint than that electric EV that you have. Oh, speaking of electric EVs, the uh, Ford Model E, which is the EV startup for Ford, um, already said that uh, Ford is going to be losing billions on electric cars. On Thursday of last week, the Ford Motor Company said that they anticipate their electric vehicle division to lose $3 billion in 2023 following a financial losses of over the past two years, a $2.1 billion in 2022 and $900 million in 2021. The losses are expected uh, for a quote-unquote startup company, but... Um, Ford's financial chief said that Ford's Model E is the EV startup within Ford, and everyone knows EV startups lose money while they invest in capability, develop knowledge, build volume, and gain share. The problem is that no, um, no EV company has actually been doing well yet. I mean, Tesla has done okay for itself, but it's also done a whole lot of other stuff. People don't want these things. But again, they're being shoved down our throats. Being shoved down our throats because the the uber wealthy, they want them because, oh my God, it's, it's climate change. And look at how much more expensive they are. They're making money. They make money on the digging of the materials. They make money on the shipping of the materials. They make money on the manufacturing of the materials. And they make money on selling this stuff to you. That you're now being forced to buy. You remember there's states now that are saying you can't buy electric cars anymore, you know, by certain date, you know, it has to be all electric. 
and they force this upon you. And yet they're making money and these things are not good for the environment. In so many ways, we the people need to start waking up to what's going on around us. This is a game of control. And unfortunately, the controllers are really, truly ahead on this game. And they're doing a heck of a job at winning this game. And yet here we are blaming things because we don't know any better. I haven't checked Twitter yet in the past half hour to see if any other wonderful things are on here. I got to check out my friend uh, uh, Mayo. Mayo is spicy with two Ys. Yep, I can't say that one on the air. Yeah, it shows her intelligence level. Uh... Okay, that one's stupid as well. Jesus. I just wish I could actually, like, you know, read, like, an intelligent argument. Nope, not again. <laughs> Hakeem Jeffries. Why is it so difficult for House Republicans to condemn threats of death and destruction? Democrats oppose lawlessness and disorder. The extremists apparently support it. What in the hell are you talking about, Akeem Jeffries? Akeem Jeffries likes to tell you that Democrats oppose lawlessness and disorder. Really? Hey, Bob, roll that beautiful bean footage, will you? Can we talk about back in the day of Antifa, BLM, all the violence that they did, the lawlessness that they do? All the lawlessness that uh, the Democrats continue to push. I'm telling you, Hakeem Jeffries, who's supposed to be the leader of the Democrats. I prefer Nancy Pelosi at this point. She was a little smarter. This guy's dumb as a box of rocks. You can't go out there and continually say that you support, um, you know, law and order when you don't. Ever since January 6th, the Democrats, they start taking the, the narrative that, oh, we support law enforcement. Just because of the fact that it was MAGA, ultra MAGA Republicans that attacked the police on the Capitol. Oh, they don't support law and order. One instance where there was an issue. And uh, all of a sudden, Republicans, uh, they, they, they oppose the, uh, the whole idea of law and order. And House Republicans do condemn threats of death and destruction. Do it all the time. And we also call for law and order all the time. And yet, the Democrats are the other way around. It's absolutely crazy. Hang on, we got to take a quick break. We will be right back. And of course, don't forget 233-9988. That is the number you can call. Plus, uh, you can also send your text messages to us as well. Lots of thoughts and opinions that are coming in this morning. And uh, I've, I haven't even caught up on a lot of them. But I'm trying. Hang on, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is The Brian Russ Show. Good morning.
Calling out the insanity of the left and doing it with a smile. This is the Brian Russ Show. We are Northwest Florida's news talk leader. News talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Did anybody by chance see that video of the Kia that got hit by the uh, the tire that flew off of the truck? Oh, my God. That thing launched that little Kia. If you haven't seen it, you got to... You got to YouTube it. It is a, it's a rather impressive sight, to say the least. 233-9988 is the number for the show this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Happy Taco Tuesday. Yes, happy Taco Tuesday. How are you, sir? I'm having a wonderful time. Good. You know, well, by the way, uh, before I get into my little rant, I know you don't have much time, but uh, I had just about the same situation that you had in school with a bully. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it, mine happened on a on a school bus, and got tired of them, and we finally went at it. And then uh, they finally split us up, and we went to the principal's office. He asked us if we both had enough, and we said, "Yeah." We became good friends, and <laughs> yeah. See, is it amazing <laughs> what that takes? Again. Sometimes you just need a little <laughs> smack upside the head to realize, "Hey, that's stupid. You can be friends." Yeah. So we we got to take care of. So, anyways. Most of what you've been talking this, about this morning has, has because of lack of consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about the lack of consequences that happen in, in uh, schools. Yep. Uh, students can do pretty much anything, and they get away with it, and they can always come back. You know, if we got to the level of some of these kids, we'd never see a school again. Yeah. Um, at work, you were talking about uh, companies had being forced to, to accept a union, and you know, you think about it. This has been going. People people do stuff at work, they get fired, and then they get rewarded with unemployment. Yeah, I, I can't I can't tell you how many cases I've seen where where people have gotten rewarded for unemployment for doing something that that they should not be getting it for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just. You know, it's just there's so many there's so many rewards for bad behavior right now. You, you, no matter where it is, I mean, and, and a lot of discipline isn't even happening in the home. So there's no consequences for people's actions. And until there's consequences, this stuff is always going to continue. Yeah, exactly. And even when it comes to the home, I mean, even if you wanted to discipline your kids, you know, there's the threat out there that if you if you discipline your kid, and, and look, all, nowadays all you got to do is tell your kid, no, uh, you can't go over to your friend Johnny's house. Well, the next morning, that kid, all they got to do is go to school and say, my dad hit me. And then the next thing you know, you're having children's services and the police knocking on your door uh, for that, you know? And you ne- you may have never even laid a finger on your kid, uh, and that's what happens. And we've seen this story repeat over and over again. So it's like you, you can't even have discipline at home. You know, this this exactly. whole thing with the, the government having the control over your child, I mean, we, we got to put a stop to that. And, you know, there's obviously there's a, a line, it's very thin, between disciplining your child and child abuse. But, you know, the government's got to get out of the way. And that's been one of our biggest problems. Exactly. And the government is trying to, to stop the consequences for bad behavior, regardless of where it is. Yeah. And that's why you don't see, that's why you don't see these terrorists, you know, the domestic terrorists, the real ones, not the, not the school moms. Yeah. The real domestic terrorists are not uh, punished. Yep, exactly. And, you know, you see the criminals, you know, and, it, and it's, this is something that we've known for a very long time, that 
that when somebody is able to get away with something, they don't continue to do that same thing. They realize, well, if I got away with that, what can I get away with next? Here, hold my beer, you know, and it, and it right. just elevates and elevates and elevates. And now we're getting to a point where, you know, you go off and uh, you shoot up a school. Sure, you may get shot yourself. You may end up in jail, but, you know, you get all this publicity and all this talking about you. And, you know, it's it, it's just it's, it's horrible about the fact that we just don't have any discipline anymore. And that's what this nation, I think, is really missing. And, and I really liked, the, you know, back when uh, a lot of the protesters uh, were standing in front of cars and stopping traffic. I loved it when in Florida they said, you know, if they <laughs> stop and get hit, <laughs> it's it's legal now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. FAFO really is all I got to say. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you saw it. I posted it one time on Facebook. There was, and I want to say it may have been in France. Uh, there was uh, the protesters that were lining up in the street again, sitting down. And a guy that was on his way to work, you know, working class guy said, I had enough of this, got out of his car and literally picked these people up and threw them onto the sidewalk. I mean, it was it was brilliant to see it. He's cussing them out in whatever language he was speaking, but literally picking them up and throwing them onto the sidewalk. And I thought that was brilliant. You know, it's like, what what do you think is going to happen when you lie down in the street like that and try and block cars? I mean, if you get hit by a car, it's kind of your own fault. And if the guy that's trying to get to his job, uh, to, you know, to make a living and to provide for his family, picks you up and throws you out of the way, you know, I mean, you asked for it. I mean, come on. Exactly. Exactly. I think well, we need to have some call. water cannons here in America, too. I, I really think we need some of those. Some of them need yep. baths. But <laughs> Hey, Craig, thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you later on. Uh, you know, I think that's what we're also missing. Is the, is the water cannons for some of these protests? I mean, one, we need them for when the Republicans start burning cars and all this other stuff. Wait, no, that's not the Republicans. Oh, yeah, that's the Democrats that are doing that. Sorry, my bad. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the whole idea that we have gotten away from any sort of discipline and we do reward bad behavior. You know, like Craig said, you know, the, and we've all seen this where you have that employee that you work with or work has working for you or whatever, um, does something bad, uh, is lazy, doesn't do the job, um, screws up, whatever it might be. It literally deserves to be fired and does not deserve to be working for the company. And you fire them. And every state has, you know, an, a um, whether you're an at work or not, or at, what is it? It's um, um, at will, at will employment or not. You know, they still have, with unemployment, cause. Was there cause to actually fire you? And if there was, according to the rules, well, then you shouldn't be eligible for the unemployment because you screwed up and um, that w there was cause to, to let go, let you go. Now, if the company, you know, didn't have a justified cause of letting you go, then sure, then you, you get the unemployment. But... Unfortunately, we see the people that screw up are bad employees and they get rewarded by being fired and put on unemployment. And there's no encouragement to go get another job. And of course, when they do get another job, where is the encouragement to behave and work properly when screw it? You know, you can fire me and I'll just collect unemployment and sit at home again. This reward the bad behavior society is what's getting us to where we are. And it's got to be corrected. Hang on, we got a break for Fox News. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Russ Show. Good morning.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If it needs to be said. That's what we're all thinking. We're talking about it. This is the Brian Russ Show. Now, here's Brian on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Good morning, and thanks so much for waking up with us today. Um, sorry, I'm trying to answer 15 different messages again. <laughs> Way too much. I'm trying to get it on here. Um, okay. Sorry, too much to read here. Anyhow, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for waking up. So, you know what? This whole thing with the beach and the aviation uh, ordinance, I got to find out a little bit more about that and where that actually came from. I'm willing to bet it was some Karen. Oh, my God. The airplane's flying over the Well, here's the deal. Um, I mean, first off, the city doesn't have the ability to to make those laws. They, they just can't do it. I mean, they can, they can request them like no-fly zones. Chances are that those would never happen. Uh, but the law is that you've got to be a thousand feet above, um, you know, population areas. So any plane that's flying over us, it's got to be a thousand feet. So any of those little planes that you see out there on the beach, uh, it's got to be a thousand feet over populated areas. Now, the, alter- the, the difference with that would be the banner plane that um, that actually flies over the beach doesn't have to be a thousand feet because it's over the beach, over the water, so it's good. So I don't know what the beach is trying to accomplish with that one. That's an argument you guys are gonna lose. So just really seriously give it up. And if there's a Karen that's complaining about it, tell her, hey Karen, quiet. And if a plane is flying below a thousand feet over your house, just make a complaint with the FAA. That's all you gotta do. And then they'll they'll let that pilot know. Hey, don't do that. Stay above 1,000 feet. There, problem solved. There we go. You're welcome. Anybody see this story about this New York City judge? This, is, this kind of makes me giggle a little bit. There's a New York City judge that has now lost his job for what they are saying is unprofessional behavior. After a city... Keep it, pay attention to this, okay? 
This New York City judge lost his job for unprofessional behavior after a city council member reported him for posting X-rated material on OnlyFans and Twitter in his spare time. You know what this kind of reminds me of? This reminds me a little bit of the um, the uh, the the congressman from Texas on Thursday talking about uh, about uh, TikTok. Hey, council member, just I'm just curious for a quick sec. How how did you know? How how did you know that the judge? was posting X-rated material on OnlyFans and Twitter in his spare time. I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. How'd you know? But apparently this judge um, was fired from his job as a city administrative law judge uh, because of the fact that he um, had been, uh, well, posting some, um, you know, some little uh, stuff on his OnlyFans and Twitter page. And apparently there was another page that he was also uh, posting it on as well. So for the unprofessional behavior, uh, he has been let go from that. Now, if you were doing this, like, on the time that you should have been working, uh, trying to portray portray yourself as a judge or whatever, um, I I could see some problems with that. And morally... I think the moral issue on this is a, is a whole other argument because some people are going to say, I don't see anything wrong with it. He was on his own spare time and what he does in his bedroom is his business, even though he put the business out there and everybody everywhere. But the, again, councilman, how, how did you know? Just curious. How did you know about the content? Just asking, asking for a friend. And that's just like again the uh, the congressman from Texas uh, during the uh, the TikTok hearing on Thursday, <laughs> and this there's a lot of things about that hearing as you know just aggravate the living daylights out of me. But that one particular thing, um, <laughs> that one particular thing is the one thing that made me laugh the most, and that was when the the uh, the, the Texas congressman was like. From the great conservative state of Texas, I want to know whenever I open up the Tic Tac. First off, it's like you should know the name of the thing that you're here arguing. But either way, I digress. When I open up the Tic Tac and I see the uh, the homosexual stuff and the, the dancing uh, drag queens and the fluffers, can you explain to me the algorithm and how that works? You know, there was a collective giggle in the entire room by anybody that understands anything with algorithms. You're not going to see that stuff on your uh, your TikTok or even your Instagram or Facebook page or anything like that unless you search for that type of stuff. Unless you search for that type of stuff and like that type of stuff, it just doesn't, it's, it's not going to show. I mean, you might get one every once in a great while as kind of one of those, hey, you like this stuff? No? Okay, not going to see it again. But if that's what you're getting every time you open up your Tic Tac, then I'm just, who wants to tell him? Who who wants to be the one to actually say something to him? And it makes me wonder, too, if after the entire thing, like, at least a staffer didn't come up and go, um, Congressman, um, ooh, uh, like his chief of staff at this point probably had to pull him in the office and say, 
Is there anything that we need to know before the news breaks in the next couple of weeks? Anything that we need to know? Anything? Maybe just a little something? No, anything? Nothing? It's so sad. It really is. And again, that, that, whole, uh, that whole embarrassment called a hearing um, still is getting a tremendous amount of backlash um, and ridicule around the world. And that's, that's very sad that we are seeing this much ridicule around the world um, when it comes to that particular hearing and just how, how ill-prepared they were. And I'm very disappointed also in Kat Kamak. I don't know if you saw her testimony. I've, I've got the audio of it. I forgot to actually upload it to the system so that I could play it. It was bad. I mean, it really was. I mean, I, I really, I hope that the Republican Party can actually kind of recover from that hearing because it made them all look stupid. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, Kevin McCarthy has said that um, it is, in fact, going to go to the entire vote. Um, and, and here's the thing. There's, there's a lot of the, the discussion about whether or not uh, Congress should, uh, should actually eliminate it. And I had a conversation with a listener uh, via a messenger last night um, who puts up the argument about why it should be banned. But here's the thing that, that I, I constantly ask anybody who, who supports this, that it should be banned. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence that China, the communist government, is, is doing this? And, and what is the data that you're so afraid of? And uh, this person, who I respect him, um, gave me uh, gave me a list of things. And to be very honest, that list of things, uh, there's a couple of things that are on it that uh, has been proven that is not true. But the rest of the list is a very standard thing for every app that is out there. When you get your new Google Android phone, when you get your new iPhone, those same things are in the user agreement if you actually read them. When you download Facebook, those same things are in there and some. When you download Instagram, those same things are in there and some. When you download a game that you want to play solitaire on your, your phone, those same things are in there. They're a very standard thing that's in there. And I have yet to see any of this, this, uh, any of this evidence that it's so bad. You know, they talked about a couple of, uh, of employees that ended up um, kind of harassing a couple of reporters. And those employees ended up, by the way, getting fired. Now, I can understand, you know, hey, uh, you know, what what is the deal with, uh, you know, the government in China? You know, we understand how, you know, if you're a business in China that you have to kind of report it. But if 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 the company, and remember, TikTok is, it's got a parent company, ByteDance, but they want to separate uh, this company entirely. And they want to put all the data right here. As a matter of fact, you know where the headquarters is? It's in America. Just throwing that out there. But if they want to put like all the data here in America so that it's under American control, you would think that this is one of those, okay, well, great. You guys are taking the action. You're taking the effort to protect the data, 
to keep it away from the Chinese eyes. But then again, here's the other thing that we have to ask. While Congress is going nuts about this, and it's now dividing people, 150 million Americans that are on the app, they're now upset that the government wants to take it away. And we've got people that are on the side of, yes, it should be banned. Why aren't we this concerned when China hacks into our military contractors and our military and takes our military secrets? Why, why do we not see the same outrage? I think that's a legitimate question to ask. Why are we not seeing the same outrage? You know, an app that has a bunch of videos on it. Um, and again, if you're not on it, um, yeah, well, you're one of the rare ones nowadays. Um, you wouldn't know, but there is videos for just about everything out there. Cooking, woodworking, needlepoint. I mean, everything. You want it, it's out there. And we're so upset about that because, by the way, some other things that we had to pay attention to is that the 150 million Americans, and by the way, that number is growing rapidly. There's over a billion people now in the world that are on the app, 150 plus million Americans uh, that are on the app. And there's one particular app that happens to be losing a lot of business, lost three quarters of its value, losing uh, participants left and right is an app that actually censors the living hell out of people. Um, and there seems to be no outrage on that. And that same company that owns that app dumped hundreds of millions of dollars into lobbyists in Washington to go after the app that they're now trying to get rid of. And you have people jumping up there making unintelligent arguments about something they know nothing about, but they're going full force as if they're being paid to make an argument. And then what would happen if 150 million Americans don't have access to the TikTok app but they've now got access to the other app that wasn't doing well because it's the only thing there now. And then business for that app goes up. Now I'm reading too much into that. Couldn't possibly be anything like that because as we know, that's not something that ever happens in Washington, D.C. Lobbyists would never, ever do that. And neither would any politicians that come in and make $174,000 a year and then walk away a multimillionaire within two years. I mean, granted, you know, they all of a sudden when they get there, they can't, uh, they, they can't tell you what, what that Wi-Fi is there at the house. We're going to hook it up to the Wi-Fi. Uh, but they're brilliant when it comes to investing. Can't trust our government. I mean, it's, I, I never thought in my lifetime we would get to a point where we literally cannot trust our federal government. I mean, there's, there's literally no aspect of it that I have any faith in. I have no trust in any of it. I don't trust Congress. I don't trust the Senate. I don't trust any of the agencies. I don't trust the FBI. The FAA? 
Sometimes, not very often, the FCC. <laughs> Hang on, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show. Good morning. We start off with two words. The Brian Rush Show. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Calling out the insanity of the left and doing it with a smile. The Brian Rush Show is back on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Good morning. And don't forget that Joe Biden, um, in case you didn't know this, he is uh, Dr. Jill Biden's husband. And, uh, and uh, I like uh, I like chocolate chip ice cream. Mm. Chocolate chip ice cream. That's another thing that's just embarrassing. Yesterday, when the uh, the president came down for whatever the heck it was that was going on in the uh, the White House, Jill Biden, she was having something. And Chris, Jill Biden had to make the announcement about the shooting in Nashville, and um, then Joe Biden comes in. And starts making jokes. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I feel about that. Is it is it that he's just that stupid and out of touch? Um, or is he just lost his mind that much where we have a school shooting and that's how you start things off? Because he knew when he came in. Because when he came in, um, you know, he, he already he already knew, and he ends up talking about it later. You know, if Donald Trump ever did that, oh, my God. If Donald Trump came down there uh, and said some, something about, you know, if, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of McDonald's. Have you tried that Big Mac? Oh, get the Big Mac and the extra large fries. Oh, and you know what? It's March, so you get that shamrock shake. I oh, love, love a shamrock shake. By the way, uh, Congress needs to take away the guns. Because he, he was out there with the the the, uh, the, the, the assault weapon and the, 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 the 15 ARK thing. With, 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 you, know, you, 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 you know the stuff. The guy has gotten so embarrassing. Uh, you know, it's just absolutely so embarrassing, uh, you know, to watch. And, of course, more and more details are still coming out uh, on the Nashville shooting. And, um, you know, that's something that I, I really haven't specifically kind of really talked about with, with the details. Because so many of the details, um, and again, this is something that Dan Bongino brilliantly yesterday um, kind of explained. Uh, he went into more of the psychological aspect of it uh, in detail based on his experience of being you know, Secret Service and an investigator and everything that he's done for so long. But it's always so true that when an incident happens, I, I, I hate when, when people start jumping on it right away, knowing. Because there's so much confusion. Like today, I've had probably a half a dozen messages or so with people who weren't sure if, is, is it a guy that was dressed up as a woman? Or, what? Well, now it was a woman dressed up as a guy. I know the, the whole... The whole transgender thing, when it's trans male, trans woman, that gets so confusing. It really does get confusing. Um, and, and, you know, this is the other thing, too, is that while we have discussed the, the mental health aspect 
of the transgender and the gender affirming and all this other stuff. Um, it's one of these things that I don't want to see us blame that right now um, for the shooting. I mean, obviously, um, when when you when you have the capability in you, the desire in you to want to go and shoot up a school and take the life of children, even if they're your 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 equals in age and everything, there's something not right upstairs. You know that is that is clearly mental. I mean, it, it, there's no other real explanation for it other than there's something wrong upstairs where you don't know the difference between right and wrong or you have snapped because of something that have brought you to this point. And right away, right away when this thing happened, and this is what I get so disappointed in, um, you know, and it's a sad fact because of the fact that we do have this instant media is the amount of, I don't even want to call it opinions, but the amount of, uh, of bad information that came out. You know, we didn't know what type of weapons the person had. We, we need to wait for that to be out there. Initially, the report was that it was a teenage girl that did the shooting. Come to find out, a 28-year-old woman who, you know, the transgender thing doesn't matter. That is, that is irrelevant um, to the situation. It really, truly is. I know that some people want to pin it onto it, but it's irrelevant. Because there have been many other people that have conducted the same type of, of crime and same type of heinous act that weren't. So, not really a factor. And I don't even want to, I, I don't even want to bring that up and blame it. Uh, that that's the case. I just want to say it was a woman. It was a 28-year-old woman, 27-year-old woman, whatever it was, that went in and conducted this heinous crime against children. And it was planned. And that's the sick thing about it, is that it was planned. According to, the, to what we've been told, the manifesto, she had two different schools that she wanted to do. This was not simply just a snap kid that gets bullied really hardcore finally has enough goes home gets dad's gun comes back takes care of business that's not what this was planned this out that's like a whole other level of mental psycho when when you get down to that point when you are planning something like that out versus just kind of a snap but then we have to not judge too early on this. We got to wait for all the facts. I mean, I'm not going to defend her in any way because she did something really bad. Hang on. We'll be right back. Sometimes the only way to stop him from talking is to cut his mic off and play some commercials. But don't worry. He'll probably pick right back up where he left off. More of the Brian Rush Show is next on News Talk at 101. Northwest Florida's News Talk Leader and home of the Brian Rust Morning Show. We are News Talk at 101. Now, ladies and gentlemen, get started. Broadcasting from the shores of the world's most beautiful beaches, this is the most talked about radio show in Bay County, the Brian Rust Morning Show. Melting down snowflakes faster than a blowtorch and doing it with a smile. Now, here's Brian Rust on News Talk at 101. 
All right, welcome back to hour number three of the show. Good morning, and thanks so much for waking up with us. An important thing that we've, we've got to kind of talk about a little bit, and we're, we're watching this in society now with this whole transgender thing and the, what we're doing with children and the the gender manipulations that were going on. And I want to talk about it a little bit with somebody who might know a little bit more about it than uh, than you and I. I want to welcome Dr. John Ward to the show. John, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Brian. I'm doing uh, doing okay. Uh, I wish I wish I didn't have to call in and talk about, uh, you know, heavy issues like uh, mental illness in, in uh, young adults and, and tragedies that recur, occur as a result. But, uh, but I think there's some things that need to be said that the mainstream media won't allow to be heard. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot that needs to be talked about this. Um, and, and, you know, there's there's clearly there's a danger to, you know, doing a lot of the manipulation that we see happening to kids. And, um, you know, obviously there's going to be a highlight now uh, with the shooter from yesterday. But, you know, it really goes way beyond that. That's just, that's kind of one instance that we see there. But we're seeing so much happen. And I don't know. Do you know the story behind um, a jazz, which is the um, the the transgender uh, girl that you know was like the reality show for a very long time, and recently came out and talking about how her life is just completely messed up now because of all of the drugs and all of the altering that they did with her, and um, is absolutely a miserable person right now and so depressed, and it, and I don't think anybody's really talking about what this stuff does to the human body. And and to the mind as well, uh, when we start doing all these transitions. I mean, what what does science? You know, because we got to follow that. But what does science actually say about this? So so kind of kind of the earliest thing that that gets uh, unfortunately done to these children um, when they go down this path that that these horrible doctors are, are recommending. Um, so the first thing is they block puberty. So your natural, like kind of your, your brain and your pituitary gland starts starts getting your body to go through puberty, and that gets blocked. And one of the first things that, that occurs is uh, your, your, your naturally occurring uh, sex hormones help your brain to develop fully. So the, and many of this is your critical thinking skills, like perhaps the, the, and, and, and the skills that, that as, you, as you get older, you start developing empathy for other humans. Um, and, and that puberty suppression kind of cuts that off and it doesn't develop and you're delaying it. And there's actually no data on whether when you finally introduce sex hormones, be it the wrong ones, what effect that has on the brain. No one wants to look at it. No one wants to, 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 to say that we are, are taking a group of kids who already have mental illnesses. Like, we, we know this group of kids who, who go down this pathway. Uh, they're more likely to be on the autism spectrum. They're more likely to have depression, anxiety. They're more likely to have thoughts of suicide and self-harm. We know all of this. And we're, re- we're, we're conducting uncontrolled experiments on them. And then what we do know for a fact is when you give biologic women testosterone, they're more likely to be incarcerated and they're more likely to commit violent crime. A European study looking at this showed these two things to be true. So again, um, the trans movement and the doctors who are experimenting on children 
bear a large portion of the blame for what occurred yesterday in Nashville. Yeah, and you know, obviously that's that's going to probably take into play um, and take into consideration. You know, obviously when it comes to these shooters, there's a lot of mental health issues uh, that needs to be addressed, and and it does bring up the question: Did this, you know, elevate it a little bit more? Did it add more to it? But you know, I mean, that's just that's one incident, um, but not the only person that's going through this stuff. And you know, it really it. I just have so many questions about what this is going to be like in the future for these people. Um, and, you know, we I've, I've, I've read some of the studies that show that, you know, um, a lot of these people that have gone through this stuff regret doing it because of what it ends up doing to their bodies. And, um, you know, there's there's some parts of this that, you know, we can't even really talk on the radio because it's a little on the, the, uh, the, the, the gross side to talk about with things that you have to do. But... You know, this mental aspect, I mean, how much is this going to really, truly damage, uh, you know, future development for them to go into the, the adult world? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's mid-20s by the time your brain is fully developed. And if these people have been put off so long because of this, what's it going to do to these people? Well, first off, Brian, it medicalizes you for your life. Uh-huh. Uh, you're... You're never, a biologic female is never going to produce testosterone and the other sex hormones on their own. They're always going to need medicine from a physician that's monitored uh, by labs. Uh, and, and that would be if it actually gave a positive outcome. But we know that it doesn't. It's all a big lie. A study, another European study is why in Europe, they're, they're, they're stopping this all together. They're, they're, they're like, look, we made a big mistake. This is, this is a social contagion, and, we are, we, and we're regretting what we're doing. Um, but a, stu- a study over there showed that even after going through transition and doing everything the doctors in Europe said was needed to be done, the people were still 19 times more likely to commit suicide than the, than the general population, and no, no different than the people who had not gone through it. So... You medicalize these, these, these people for life. They will never be able to not be under care of a physician. And you shorten their lifespan significantly. Um, you know, the cardioprotective effect of estrogen, which, which women have, that's why men are more likely to have heart attacks up through the age 60s, because estrogen protects women. You, 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 you take the estrogen away and put these women on testosterone, guess what? They're getting heart disease and heart attacks just like us, uh, just like the men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just lunacy. And, like, I'm actually risking my board certification in dermatology by talking about this, Brian. That's why other doctors won't do it, because, um, because it's determined that if you speak against these things that we know are untrue, um, uh, you, you know, it's claiming, oh, well, you're, you're, you're spreading misinformation, you know, and, and no, you're really not. You're, 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 you're basically standing up to what we know is wrong, which I think more doctors should be doing. And in Florida, that is what we're doing. In Florida, right. we have a board of medicine that looked at the data and said, oh my God, this is bar- barbaric. We're, 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 we're mutilating children surgically. We're, we're ending their normalcy of their lives. Like, there is no more normalcy in your life at all once you go down this path. And in Florida, we're saying no more. We're not doing it. We're even making it for in adults 
who choose to do this that our insurance doesn't pay for it anymore. Yeah. It, right now, my Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance covers gender transition for me. So I'm paying for it whether I want it or not. Huh. And I'm so glad in Florida, we're going to say, Blue Cross Blue Shield, you are not going to put this coverage in everybody's insurance plan because I don't want it. My employees don't want it. Right. I don't want to pay for it. I shouldn't have to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the, the other big question, because now uh, the trend that we're seeing is a detransitioning. Um, and how much can people detransition back to normal after going through all of this? I mean, is it even possible? It, it, it's a, it's a, unfortunately, it's a struggle for these people. I think anyone who, who wants to look up the story of Chloe Cole, um, you know, she, she has no breasts. I mean, her, her, her breasts were surgically removed, um, and that was a decision made for her mm-hmm. by these barbaric doctors who in Florida now will lose their license if they choose, if, if they, uh, if they experiment on children. Um, so, so, you know, the, you, you can get off the hormones, but just like with anything, your, your, your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal gland axis, your HPA axis, your, your, your hormonal milieu, once you start messing with it, it never goes back completely normal it's like the, all the bodybuilders who take who take steroids and or and or testosterone um they never their body never re-equilibrates back to normal it's why steroids are so bad for athletes and they should never do it i know i know there are athletes who do it but they shouldn't because you're you're you're, you're messing with your mind um steroid induced psychosis is definitely known um um, you know, there are people who, who, who go crazy, just like this biological woman yesterday went, went crazy and, and, and committed atrocities. This happens in men who take too much testosterone all the time. Hmm. So why is it that we don't talk more about this? I mean, why, why is like the, the dangers of this really not kind of told to people more? Because you would think that if people were educated enough to understand that these are the risks of this. I mean, I, every time I go in for a procedure, uh, even if they're going to put a Band-Aid on me, they tell me that this might hurt when it comes off. Um, so, you know, why is it that we're not, like, really, really, truly educating these people so they understand the dangers that are behind this type of stuff? Because there's a huge push to, uh, to, to misinform the public. It's just like... You know, the opioid epidemic was caused by the uh, Sackler family who owned Purdue Pharma saying that their opioid wasn't addictive. And this narrative was pushed through the nation, and, and it was put into our medical schools. And in, in five years, when, when you pump that kind of money behind the narrative, everyone's afraid of not prescribing opioids, or they're being told that, that, you, that you're a horrible doctor because you, you let your patients suffer in pain. This was actually happening, and this is why we have, we, we are still suffering the effects of those bad policies and bad science being pushed out there. Well, this, this so-called, we're calling genital mutilation and, 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 and preventing puberty. We're calling it gender-affirming care. There is 
no gender affirmation occurring at all because their gender is what they're born as. Right. They do not care when you cut the genitals off of children or even adults for that matter. Um, it, it, is, it is a lie and it's being perpetuated by the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the Amer- uh, American Psychiatric Association. All of these people are lying to the public and the public's like, well, I'm not a doctor. Who am I to argue against the, 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 these, these, you know, associations. Well, these associations are political organizations now. They're pushing a leftist agenda to create people who are more mentally disturbed. And it goes back to the whole CRT victimhood thing. So these transgender people are like the unicorns of the victimhood. They're, they're being told the entire world is against you. You're being made this way. To some degree, we're telling that it's okay to be violent against Christians. Hmm. It's, uh, it's a dangerous world we're living in with all of this stuff going on. And, of course, we know that the, the Marxist agenda is to use sexuality to really destroy society. And, and it's, it's sad to see what's going on. Uh, John, I know you've been working a lot with the, the governor, um, you know, with, with some of the stuff that, uh, that re- relates to this. What is it that the governor is, is, is trying to push when it comes to, the, to stopping all this? Cause we know that the, the news is not covering it fairly and accurately. Well, you know, the first thing he did last year is, you know, he realized that, uh, that, that, in very young children, some school districts were pushing to talk about whether you're really a boy or a girl in the public schools, and that was without parents' knowledge or consent. Um, and, and, and so so what he said, and this was really easy, he's like, we're not going to talk about gender ideology or sex to kids uh, K through 3. And that was, that was called by the media... Don't say gay, even though the bill in no no part in the bill says anything about the word gay. Right. Um, so, so, you know, and that's where, you know, Disney got in hot water for saying it's absolutely horrible not to talk about sex and gender ideology to, 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 to five, six, seven, eight year olds. I mean, what, what, like, how could anyone say that, that that is that, that 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 bill, the parental rights and education bill, was a bad bill. It was a great bill, and it was a start. But what we got to see is how it brought out the real push here, which is to start them indoctrinating them when they're young, take them to drag shows. Brian, for crying yeah. out loud, yeah. what parent takes you know, their Baby. To be honest with you, the whole thing with the drag show, it's one thing to bring them to be like, hey, uh, you know, let me explain this to you. But when they're dressing them up in BDSM gear and making them part of the show, that right there is a hundred times worse than just simply bringing them to a show. And and that's the thing that blows my mind is to, to, to think that a parent thinks that it is okay, or anybody thinks it's okay, uh, to dress up a small child, you know, five, six years old, in BDSM gear and have them strut around on a stage. That's a special kind of sick. It, it, it really is. But, but even going back to what children are able to actually mentally process, you know, as, as the brain develops, there's, there's concrete thought, there's abstract thought in in, in a developing brain of a child, 
really until you're in your like 11, 12, 13 year old age, you're not, they can't even put what they're seeing in front of them into context. Mm. I mean, there's, there, there's absolutely no reason for a kid age 10 or under to be exposed to that at all because their brain can't process it. Right. Yeah. It's man, it's, it's a mess. And I guess this is just something that we have to uh, keep pushing on to, to make sure that it stops. Dr. John Ward, thank you so much for calling in and, and giving us a little insight on, uh, on what this stuff is doing to, uh, to our youth and, and society, really. It's, it's doing a lot of damage. I appreciate it, man. My pleasure, Brian. Good Absolutely. Talking to you. Good talking to you. Have a fantastic afternoon. We'll talk to you again soon. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is The Brian Russ Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. This is The Brian Russ Show. By the way, we're not responsible for detailing the inside of your car if you shower it with coffee after something he says. Now, here's Brian on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Good morning and happy Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Should have said it like that because the next story that I'm going into makes that a funnier statement. Did you see the story about the TSA agent and the uh, the transgender? It sounds like a bad joke. So a transgender walks into the airport. Apparently this TSA agent um, allegedly punched the transgender in the the manhood because well they went through the scan and they thought you know oh a woman oh hang on what is that well that shouldn't be there's a woman all right pat down time this story is just too funny i mean it really truly is but it happened at the jfk international airport in new york city over the weekend and of course tsa's and the airports come out and had to apologize for it, for inappropriately accosting a person. Well, they were confused. They were confused because this woman comes through and the scan was like, whoa, wait, hang on. Woman's got, what? what's what's going on there? All right, well, we got to check you here. I can't even do this story really with a straight face, but... Um, the trans woman who goes by the name of Mara claimed on social media that the TSA agent punched uh, punched me in the genitals during a security checkpoint uh, on Saturday and yelled at Mara for having a, uh, a, a man part and humiliated the person in front of everyone. Now, I don't know if you saw the pictures. And again, sometimes this happens where you're like, wow, that's convincing. Morrow is convincing. It was very much so convincing. So, you know, the TSA agents, they are, they're doing their job and, uh, you know, they're going ahead and, and, and checking and not thinking that there would be, you know, there and doing the check and well made contact and now claiming that the TSA punched her in the, the male genitals. This is a story you just, you simply can't make this up. I mean, you really, you can't make up a story like that. Just goes to show just how crazy the world we, it is that we're getting into. And of course, the fact that the airport had to apologize. 
Apologize for what? What what is it that you were apologizing for? Hey, sorry that we thought you were a woman and that you didn't have the, you know, the hardware. And the hardware was there and we saw the thing expecting to be a woman and there's something that was there that shouldn't have been there based upon what you're projecting that you're supposed to be. And they go to, come on. Oh my God, we're so sorry. Now, don't be sorry. You should have said something. You know, when they, they say, hey, excuse me, ma'am, um, we, we're going to have to do a, a check. It wouldn't have been all that much to go, by the way, when you get down there and look, there might be something there that you're not anticipating to be there. Just be gentle. It's okay to tell a TSA agent that. Hey, be gentle. Or, hey, after all of this, can I at least get dinner? Hang on, we got a break for Fox News. We'll be right back. This is The Brian Rush Show. Good morning. Calling out the insanity of the left and doing it with a smile. This is The Brian Rush Show. We are Northwest Florida's news talk leader. News talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Good morning and happy Taco Tuesday. Hope your day is uh, starting off pretty good. So can we talk to Massachusetts for just a quick second? Elizabeth Warren has uh, made the announcement official that she is going to run for re-election in 2024. Now, I've got a lot of family, a lot of friends that still live in the Massachusetts area. And all I got to say is, Massachusetts, please don't. I mean, seriously, please don't. She's 73 years old already. If you elect her now, she'll be like close to 80 by the time, uh, well, she will be 80 when that term ends. The woman is already bat poop crazy as it is. And um, the idea of her being there, just can you get somebody better? Massachusetts, can you please, for the, for the sake of everything that is the, of America, please, get somebody different? I mean, there's plenty of decent people. Even, I'm going to say this, I don't care. There's some decent Democrats even in Massachusetts that you can get to take over this role. Please don't reelect her. Please, for the love of God. I don't even care if it's another Democrat. Just don't reelect Elizabeth Warren. We don't need that up in there. 233-9988, that's the number for the show this morning. Good morning, welcome to the Brian Rush Show. Hi, Brian. Hey, um couple things. First of all, Elizabeth Warren introduced a bill uh, to provide fun taxpayer funds for prisoners in federal prisons to get transition surgery. Yeah. That's number one. Secondly, when I was listening to John, you know, it occurred to me that this is, this is like the COVID thing. This was the beta test without it being tested legitimately before it ever went public. And Crazy medical people and politicians crazed with power and the possibility of money uh, have been experimenting on people like this forever. Mm -hmm. They did this back in, in, you know, dark ages. They, they would experiment on people to find out what they could do. And then you get to World War II and you've got uh, uh, the Hitler regime and they were experimenting on people and you've got the, the, 
uh, black men in the syphilis thing. And it just, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. And yeah, there's a history of all of that. You know, with this, with this thing right now, though, the transgender thing, I don't think this is, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what to do and they know the results of what it's going to be because of all the testing and experimenting that they have done over the past hundred years and more. They know what they're doing. This is intentional. It is intentional, but they wanted to see what the outcome was going to be. They wanted to see what the emotional, the impact on society, the impact on the individuals, the variances of the, on the individuals. They're still experimenting, and they're doing it right out in the open in our faces, and they're mm-hmm. using all of us to do it. Yeah, they, they so, don't hide this at all anymore. I mean, it's, no, they, you, they don't hide their agenda. You, no, they don't. And you've got all these psychosis cases walking around like the woman i think was down in texas twin boys mm-hmm. and she and she and her husband and she's a psychologist oh lord um and she decided that one of her boys wanted to be a girl well when the when the two boys were with their father they both were identified as boys and they climbed trees and they did boy things but when they went back to mom after the visit to daddy she put him in dresses and treated him like a girl and claimed that he wanted to be a girl. This kid didn't know what the heck was going on. Yeah. And he took it to court and she, since she was connected, she had all of these judges and people that she knew really well. They ruled in her favor. This man was devastated that his son was going through transition surgery at six years old. Yeah. And he had no say. Is that the one that uh, that she also wanted to take the kid to California or whatever it was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That she was. Did, I believe that was. Yeah, she did. That that's absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, you know, to it to is. see that aspect happens, and and the fact that we're allowing this stuff to happen to children, and the fact that a court uh, would not stop it when one of the parents have said, you know, hey, hold up. Let alone the fact that you shouldn't be doing it on a six year old anyhow. I mean, six-year-olds no. can't make up their mind what they want when you take them out to eat at a restaurant, you know? Do they want chicken nuggets or do they want hot dogs? They get the hot dog, they want the chicken nuggets. I mean, the whole idea that a six-year-old can even remotely comprehend what's going on with their bodies and who they are, uh, I mean, you're a special kind of psychopath to think that that's okay. Yeah, and people have got to remember so much of this stuff, including covid wasn't about a flu. It was about right. power and fear. Fear mm-hmm. is a great motivator. Fear oh, yeah. Is how you control people. That's how the Democrats have and, done it forever. I mean, you look at all oh, of the yeah. campaigns that they do. It's always about fear. I mean, you don't talk about the Republicans and say, hey, that's a bad policy. It's not going to work. No, that's a bad policy and you're going to suffer from it. You know, oh, they're horrible people. You know, they're out to get you. I mean, that's what you get from the Democrats all the time because they use fear because it is an effective tool. You scare somebody and, and then come in and say, I am the knight and the white horse here to help you, and they follow you. Right, and and that's been forever. As long yeah. as humanity has been on, on this planet, fear has been a motivator. Yep. So ask yourself a question. Every time they want to do something, what's the motivation? Look behind the curtain. Who's the guy behind the curtain that's running the thing totally? And in this case, we know it's Obama and the socialists and the desire to destroy this country, this economy, because if we fall, 
the world falls. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're working on. That and 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 I'm and I'm starting to think now that it's it's a little bit of a twist on that now because it used to always be definitely without a doubt that if America falls, the rest of the world falls. But I think now it's more like if America falls, then Russia or not Russia, China can take its place. I mean, right now they're already right. trying to make it so that the the Russia or the Chinese currency is the standard around the world. So I I think there is an alternative mo- motive when it when it comes to that, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get it so that China will be the superpower and destroy America. Right. And if, and if you think that things are bad now, folks, all of you left-wingers out there who think that it's horrible here, you just wait until the oh. commies take over. Oh, You're yeah. not even going to know. And all of these usable idiots that are out there now talking about how bad the Republicans are, they're going to be the first ones that will be put against the wall because their usefulness will end. Well, you know what? I don't even think it's going to be a matter of, uh, and I was, I was watching an economist talk about this last night. It's not even a matter of, you know, who will end up taking charge. If they're able to destroy the U.S. in, in the way of us no longer being the, the standard for the world, um, one of the things that it will end up doing is it will, it will destroy our economy in the ways that it's going to raise interest rates. Um, it's going to drop our GDP. Um, it's going to put us into more recession. It's going to put us into more depression. So we will be financially destroyed based on the fact that we are not the, the international, you know, standard for the money. I mean, you look at, it was, uh, the UK that used to be the, the, the big standard. It was the British pound and that went away and we took it over a hundred years ago and you see what happened to the UK financially. It took them a long time to kind of get together and they never really truly bounced back, but It'll destroy this this country just by doing that one element. Yeah, and and when they come knocking on your door and say, "Hey, uh, we went in your house, we want your house, you get out, we don't care." Yeah, and that will happen. Oh yeah, I mean, how many people are not going to be able to afford to pay their payments on their home? You know, if if interest rates go up and you know that everything else goes up, you know, with the recessions and everything, it, it it'll be a financial disaster and economists that are willing to actually come out and say it are talking about how just that one simple thing of China becoming the, the, the standard currency in the world will have a huge impact on the U S and our economy. Not to mention, you won't have, you won't even have doctors like John anymore because they won't be allowed to speak. They will be, they will be put away somewhere because they need to be retrained. No, that so and they won't be able to afford to do the job change. anyhow. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, and, there's, and, there's, your world is going to be turned upside down. So you better start thinking. Yeah. You really got to pay attention to this. And, uh, you know, this is the plan, you know, this, this is the plan to take down America in this way. Uh, and unfortunately it is, it is actually starting to work, you know, because people are too blind um, to see what is actually going on around us. And uh, we're going to be in trouble. And, you know, something that yeah. the other people don't realize too, this $33 trillion that we have in debt, the reason yeah. why we're able to do that is because the U.S. dollar is the standard. If the U.S. dollar is no longer the standard, then we can't raise the debt ceiling anymore. And as it is, it's like seven or eight years of, uh, of tax income or collections that we are in debt. And if we can't get that under control, we're, we're in so much trouble. And that's to take down America. All they got to do is get the world to say, yes, let's, let's go with the Chinese currency for the standard. And we're done. It's crazy. It is, it is totally crazy that, that, well, the 
they've worked since the 60s to dumb down society and to change everything. Yeah, well, it's been going um, even further than that. I mean, you, you can you can see going back down into the 20s, the 1920s, uh, where a lot of that was being pushed. My, but my I'm, 60s is when I was... I was starting to pay attention. I'm not yeah. that old. Give me yeah. a break. <laughs> I know you're not that old. Neither am I, but I know that. But yeah, April, thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. Uh, you know, it, it really truly is something that we have to pay attention to because it's a simple thing like that that can actually take down the country. 233-9988. That is the number for the show if you want to get on. Um, and, and, and with all the other stuff that's going on in the country, you know, there, there's a lot of attacks on society. Uh, and that's obviously doing a lot of damage uh, to the country. Uh, it's dividing us more and more. But the simple act of just making it so that the U.S. currency is not the standard currency of the world will destroy us. 233 is the number for the show. Good morning. Welcome to the Brian Ross Show. I got one thing to ask you. Yeah. You remember when Trump got mad at his Fed because they wouldn't raise the interest rates? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember when he got upset yeah, with it. Yeah, if he they started doing it and listened to him, our inflationary problem wouldn't have been so bad as soon as everything started hitting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think that, he saw the writing on the walls ahead of time. Oh, yeah, you know what? You can criticize Trump all you want. He has seen the writing on the wall for probably the past 20 years. I mean, he's been, he's been saying it without saying it, and sometimes he's actually said it. Um, you know, I don't think people give him enough credit. Uh, you know, for what he has seen, it's so much easier just to attack him because you attack somebody that's giving you the message of what's going on and they don't like that too much. Yeah. Especially since he was in the real estate markets and all that, he, he could see where there was fixing to be big problems with the money coming out of the banks, going into the banks yep. and a lot of it being real estate related. Yeah. And he, basically tried to warn everybody and nobody wanted to listen to him. Yeah. And you know, one of the best people that you should actually listen to is the person that not only made a lot of money, but lost a lot of money and then made a lot of money and lost a lot of money. Somebody that gets into that cycle, you know, they understand that probably a lot more than the person that just keeps getting richer and richer and richer, you know? Yep, we learn from our failures. That we do. Always learn from your mistakes. And hopefully uh, it's not too late to, for us to learn from the mistakes that we have uh, we have made now. Hey, man, thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. And if you are looking to kind of hedge against some of the inflation and looking for some long-term investments, you might want to check out Coin and Bullion Reserves. You can check them out online at coinandbullion.com. They've got high-grade certified rare coins, the circulated silver dollars and precious metals, Coin and Bullion Reserves has the large variety of coins and bullion that you're going to love. If you are a collector, if you're an investor, you got to go check them out. They've been in Bay County for over 50 years, and they're Bay County's leading gold and silver specialists. Go check them out and get the expert advice on where to invest your money. Coin and Bullion Reserves, you can check them out at coinandbullion.com. Bay County's trusted rare coin gold and silver specialist for 50 years. And you can take that to the bank or maybe just put it under your pillow. That might be a better idea. Coin and Bullion Reserves at the corner of 15th Street and East Avenue in Panama City. Hang on. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Brian Rush Show, and you're listening to News Talk at 101. Good morning. If it needs to be said. That's what we're all thinking. We're talking about it. This is the Brian Rush Show. Now, here's Brian on News Talk at 101. All right, welcome back to the show. Happy Taco Tuesday. You know, here's another thing that Congress would probably really, truly address. This is a problem. When it comes to apps, 
You know, the robots that end up sending out the uh, the hot girl that becomes friends with you? It's like, you, you get those, right? Or is it just me? And I know that what's going to happen is that because I've gotten conditioned to it where I'm like, I see the, the really hot girl that's like, oh, I'm going to follow you. And you're like, yep, okay, whatever. Block. One of these days, it's going to be, I'm going to be like, you know, blocking Mrs. Wright and I didn't know. So Congress, if you want to get involved in some apps and safety and do something right, can you work on that? Would it be possible to do? But then again, I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what Congress would be like if we brought that problem to them and say, hey, look, we have this problem with bots on apps. Instagram has gotten really bad. Like Instagram, I think I, think I probably get like three or four of them a day. Where you look at it and you're like, oh, hello, how are you doing? Hello, nurse. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> you know? It's like, no, I don't think so. That or they're like, um, and I, I know this will tick some people off, but I don't care. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll, you'll get this, this really hot person. And ladies, you might get the guy thing. I don't know. I get the ladies. Um, where you, you get this really hot lady and you're like, I know what people look like from that town, and I don't think anybody that good-looking lives in that town. I'm just saying. We all know what I'm talking about without me saying it, but you just kind of look at it and go, come on. R really? I mean, that, that's, that's a problem. That's, that's, a, that's a security problem because it takes away uh, from our being able to get other things done, and then we get distracted, and then we start second-guessing ourselves. Was she real? Was she not real? I don't know. And of course, like Facebook, you remember the advertisement that they did for a little while where they were talking about how they had like 40,000 um, specialists that were there for your security and your safety online and yada, 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 yada. They stopped promoting that like really quickly, mostly because they let all those people go. But at the same time that they were doing that, you know, we were also getting bombarded with, you know, people breaking into your account, hacking your account, using your your profile to go after you know, your friends list and all this. And it still happens. Why can't Congress focus on the, the important things? I mean, seriously. We, they focus on so much stupid stuff. They really, they really truly do. So there's a new poll out that's talking about traditional American values and how patriotism is also on a decline here in America. It was a Wall Street Journal NORC uh, poll. And it found that support for every traditional American value included in the poll has rescinded uh, since 1998, besides money, which has grown in importance. Yeah, greedy bastards. There's more to life than just the money. But the, the data also shows that young people and Democrats tend, to tend not to highly rank traditional American values uh, as older Republicans do. And in the study, talking about patriotism, it talks about beginning with patriotism. Only 38% of Americans say it's very important to them, which is down from 61% in 2019 and 70% in 1998. 35% say uh, patriotism is somewhat important, while 27% say that it is not important at all. And the breakdown, when you break this down uh, by party affiliation... Republicans, 59%, are more likely than Democrats at 23%. And independents at 29% rank patriotism as a very important value. Older adults are also more likely to place more importance on patriotism than young adults. 
23% of the adults and, uh, and those under 30 say patriotism is very important compared to the 59% of seniors 65 and older. Again, this is the continued attack uh, that we have on culture because we see it all the time from the mainstream media and the left talking about how patriotism, oh, that's the ultra MAGA extremist, you know, and it's bad. Patriotism, bad. All it is is racist. When you want to make America great again, it's going to make it racist. And you hear all of this, this constant rhetoric out there. It's no wonder that the younger population doesn't think that patriotism is worth anything. And the sad thing is you can go to other countries, Japan, China, Russia, uh, maybe not so much Russia these days, but a lot of these other countries, and they're still patriotic. They think about their country. Patriotism is not an American thing. And I think that's one of these things that needs to be taught to these kids. It's not, that's not an American thing. You can be patriotic to the most communist country on the planet. If you believe in it, you believe in your country, patriotic. But it's like, where are we putting our values? Where are we putting our morals at? Instead, we got to be more worried about, uh, you know, getting the person's gender correctly uh, when we look at it and go, that is a dude. I mean, what are we going to, Crocodile Dundee, Sheila, this thing all the time to find out, to make sure. I mean, people are getting their offense, their, uh, their feelings offended so hard on so many things, and, and it's, it's doing so much damage to society. Can we at least get a little patriotism? Can we at least be proud to say that we're an American? I mean, so many people have died to try and come over here to be Americans. I don't think that's too much to ask, is it? Brian Kilmeade is on the way next. Don't forget Dan Bongino. After that, we'll do the show again all tomorrow. Until then, have yourself a fantastic Taco Tuesday. We'll see you later. WYOO, Springfield, Panama City. Northwest Florida's News Talk Leader and home of the Brian Rust Morning Show. We are News Talk at 101.